Father of heaven, we glorify you. We honor you, Father. We exalt you, O God. We magnify you, O Lord. We thank you, God, for this day that you have given us, O Lord. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life, for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of eternal life, O Lord. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity that you have given us to share your word with your people, O God. Father, we pray that, O Lord, you will, you will open our hearts up, O God, so that, O God, your word will flow, Father God, in the name of Jesus, O God, so that, O Lord, sooner than later, all of us can come to the full knowledge of Jesus Christ, O God. We thank you, Lord, for your protection and your intervention in our lives, in our families' lives, in our children's lives, in our countries, O God, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, let me take this time to greet you all. I do hope that you are well wherever you are. I know that the Lord has been keeping you safe and protecting it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Well, I am a latter-day preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Well, without wasting any time today, let us go deep in that Word of God. Today's segment is called, Who Bewitched You? Taken from the book of Galatians, Who Bewitched You? Taken from the book of Galatians chapter 3. Praise God, who bewitched you? And there's a reason why uh, I have chosen this topic. Hallelujah. There is a reason why I am I have chosen this topic. Let us go into our word so that we all understand why I have chosen. Before I even go into the word, let me just um, share something with you. You know, looking around in the body of Christ these days, brothers and sisters. I am sure you know, anyone in the world today can agree with me that the body of Jesus Christ has been infiltrated by false doctrine, by false teachers, by false apostles, false pastors, false evangelists who I hear um, carrying the agenda of the devil not the agenda of God. Why? Because of the doctrine that they teach, which mislead a lot of people. Hallelujah. So we are here today just to ask that question that who has bewitched you? Who has bewitched you? Because for someone to believe such lies, when they have the Bible, when they carry the Bible each and every day, they'll go to, to church. And it's mind-boggling. I don't know why. There must be something wrong with them. There must be there. They, obviously, you know, they, that is why Paul asked this question to the Galatians because I'm sure he could not even um, uh, find a proper explanation, you know, for, 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 for them, you know, going away from or turning away from the gospel which Paul has and, and, and other apostles has uh, taught them which Paul preached and taught to them, for them to believe the other gospel now, it's really mind-boggling, and it's really, really, really surprising 
praise mighty Jesus. And I do not understand. You know, when you compare the first church, praise God, to the church today, you know, we have a lot of advantages today. We have a lot of advantages. We have things that they could only dream about. We have we, we, we have we have phones, we have we have computers, we have radio stations, we have television, you know, we have the internet, we we we, we, we have podcasts, we have Bibles, but what is most important, the Bible, we have Bibles today, things that they did not have in those days. Now, each and every believer today has a Bible, but the question is, why would someone be misled? Why would someone sit there in a church, in a church and listen to lies when he is carrying the same Bible that all of us are carrying? That is what to me. That is what is puzzling. That is what is shocking. I guess Paul, praise God, was as shocked as I am to, 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 to see that a lot of people um, um, are misled, misled and they believe lies, they believe nonsense, they believe rubbish that will take them to, to, not, to hell. Praise God. Let me go to the word of God. Let us read from the book of Galatians. Book of Galatians. We're going to begin. From verse 1, the Bible says, O foolish Galatians, who have cast an evil spell on you? Because normal people with brains, they would not. Normal people who carry Bibles in their hands, they would not listen to false doctrine because they have the word of God in the Bibles that they carry, but they choose to listen to what a man says. Praise God. In, in, in the name of um, in the name of a revelation, in the name of a new revelation, which is a lot of lies, a lot of rubbish, if you listen to it. But uh, let us go to, to the word of God. Um, the, the word of God says, Oh foolish Galatians, who has cast an evil spell on you, who has cast it, and in other version it says, Who has bewitched you, who bewitched you. In other version it says, Oh foolish Galatians, who bewitched you. So, and then it continues and says, For the meaning of Jesus Christ's death was made as clear to you as if you had seen a picture of his death on the cross. In other words, Paul has taught um, the right gospel to the Galatians. He has preached the right gospel to the, to the, to, to, to the Galatians. Now, it's puzzled that, you know, by the reports that he gets, that know some of the Galatians have turned their back on the true gospel of Jesus Christ and they are following stories they are following a lot of nonsense but let us read to to, to verse 2 uh, verse 2 says let me ask you this one question did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses of course not you received the Spirit because you believed the message heard about Christ. In other words, what Paul is saying, praise God, you can only receive the Holy Spirit by being born again, by believing the message of Christ. Because the law of Moses was there, and the law of Moses could not help you, and the law of Moses led you to sin. Praise God. It did not help you. Hence, Jesus came. Praise God. Hence, Jesus Christ came to reconcile us back to God because the law of Moses was always there. But the law of Moses was just a reminder of that people are sinners. So the law of Moses 
misled people. The law of Moses, in other words, was weak. That is not necessarily misleading people, but, but the law of Moses was weak. It could not save people. It could not save people. That's why Jesus Christ had to come. That's why Jesus Christ had to come and set up a new covenant, a covenant of grace. Hallelujah. A covenant of grace because the law of Moses was weak to the core. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Now, verse 3 says, How foolish can you be after starting your new lives in the spirit? Why are you trying to become perfect by your own human by your own human effort? That is something. There is something that is great about the covenant that we are in right now, which is now the covenant that is led by Jesus Christ. Because the only high priest that we have in the new covenant is Jesus Christ. The only blood that is was good enough for for in this new covenant that is good enough is the blood of Jesus Christ. The only lamb that is good enough praise God because the goats the oxen and everything that they used to sacrifice they have that, that blood of those things was not good enough the only blood came and washed away and that had the ability to wash away our sins was the blood of Jesus Christ the only lamb and his sacrifice was once and for all praise God so after Jesus was sacrificed there was no need for us continue sacrificing to God hallelujah because the lamb came and was sacrificed and his sacrifice as the bible said was once and for all so there was no need praise God so there is only one lamb that is why Paul is saying that you know um, how foolish can you be after starting a new life in the spirit why are you trying to become perfect by your own human effort grace means that it means unmerited that means that we do not work. None of us has worked for, for, for grace. None of us. But the grace of God found us lingering in sin. We were helpless sinners. We could not help ourselves. We were in sin. And the grace of God came and took us away from that sin. And the grace of God came and delivered us from that from darkness into the light. Praise God. We are who we are today because of the grace of God. And we did not do. We are not saved because we were good people. We are not saved because we were giving. We are not saved because we were loving. We are not saved because we were better than others. We are saved because we are helpless sinners. We were saved because of the grace and love of God. That's it. Nothing else. It is not by our own doing. Glory to Jesus. Oh, mighty Jesus. Now, verse 4 says, have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it was not in vain, was it? Now, verse 5 says, I ask you again, does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? No. Of course not. That's what Paul says. It is because you believe the message you heard about Christ. That is why today you call yourself a born-again Christian wherever you are. It is because you have believed message of Christ. It is not because your ancestors have, have made you to believe. 
no it is it is not because you you were a good person it is not because you you never stole you have never stolen anything or you have never killed anyone it is not by works it is by grace it is because of love and the mercy of our god praise my jesus now i want us to, to just stop there from this question i want us to just stop there because the question is who bewitched you who bewitched you why am i asking this question i want us to go to to the book of second timothy i want us to go to the book of second timothy chapter 4 glory to jesus um chapter 4 uh second timothy chapter 4 verse 4 verse 3 I said 2 Timothy chapter uh chapter 4 chapter 4 chapter 4 verse 3 verse 3 verse 3 verse 3 to 4 the bible reads like this for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and hold some teaching a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and hold some and hold some teaching they will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever they are itching ears want to hear and that time brothers and sisters it has come that time has come that time has come i know all of us know this that time has come perhaps you are one of those people who are still following men perhaps you are one of those people who are still following men perhaps you are one of those people who are fighting for pastors on social media you are cursing other people because they offend you when they highlight what seems to be the sins of your spiritual father whatever you call him your, your pastor your apostle your teacher whatever he is to you praise god praise god maybe you are one of those people and I, if you are one of those people are out edge you to stop it i would edge you to stop it i would edge you to stop it i would edge you to stop it praise god now the bible says for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound wholesome teaching i want us to 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 to, to compare you know when you are looking at all the mega churches that you know whether they are on tv or whether they are on whether they are they are on tv or whether they are on, on or, or where you stay praise in your community look at the mega churches and look at other churches usually the mega churches i'm not saying all of them usually the mega churches what they teach is what we call uh, prosperity is what they call prosperity gospel is what they call prosperity gospel is what they call prosperity gospel in other way in other in other words what they call prosperity gospel is what paul calls the other gospel the other gospel because it is not the gospel 
of Jesus Christ at all. It is a gospel that was created by men, but using the scripture, praise God, distorting the word of God, praise God, to mislead many people, praise God. So, because the prosperity gospel is basically centered around accumulating earthly um, uh, wealth, uh, around things, praise God, is pointing you to material gain, is pointing you to cars, to, to, to money, to, to, to all those things. It's not pointing you uh, to Jesus. When, when the true gospel of Jesus Christ is the one that points you to Jesus, praise God, because Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. So when the, when the scriptures, when the gospel that you are listening to does not reveal Christ, but it reveals other things, praise God. So point number two, prosperity gospel is about to point you to, is about pointing you to a man, not Jesus Christ, but a man, not Jesus Christ, but a man, because supposedly the man is the one who has the ability to bring what we call miracles into your life, that without him, praise God, so because in, in, in such a situation, the, the pastor will make himself a mediator between you and God, because he will say, if I don't, have, if I don't put my hand on you and pray for you, and, and, and cancel this uh, delay and, and do this and do this, you will never get married, that you will never have that house that I see you having this year, you will never drive that Mercedes Benz I see you driving this year, or you will never ever have that business I am seeing in the spirit for you, praise God. So in order for you to activate that business, in order for that business to manifest into your life, in order that marriage to come true, or in order for that child that you are looking for to, 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 to come through or to manifest in your life, you must pay a seed. Because everything that the prosperity gospel teaches, it's about money. And the only person that is getting richer, and the only person that seems to be a blessing in all this is the pastor. Is the pastor, not the congregation, not the congregation not the congregation. If it was true then, that if you give, when you give or when you give a seed in a church, that you will be blessed. The, the giver should be the one who sees the miracle. The giver should be the one who has private jets. But who has who has a private jet? Who wears these Gucci suits? Who drives these fleshy cars? But no, it's not the giver. It is not the case. Praise God. But it is the it is the one who receives the money that becomes rich. Praise God. You see where lies begin. You see where lies end. But I don't blame you. Maybe you have been. You have been bewitched. Who has bewitched you? Who bewitched you? Who has cast an evil spell on you? Who has cast an evil spell on you? That is what I'm asking you today. This time, the Bible says, for this time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. But they will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. That is why people will never tolerate me for an, for an example. Will never tolerate me. Many people will never tolerate me because I will stand behind the pulpit and preach the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Because I'll say, if you want the blessings of God, 
then you have to obey the word of God because the word of God and and it's a principle with God the principle of God is on Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you that is the principle of God nothing else seek God seek God seek God and his righteousness and all your heart desires shall be added unto you that is the true gospel when you teach that people will run away from you because people want to hear a man and woman of God who say pay a seed of 1,000 and your life will never be the same again pay a seed of 50,000 and, and and that business that you have will manifest you will receive that 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 car you will receive that wedding you will receive the child that you've been yearning for why people are so desperate and people because of ignorance and a lack of knowledge they are being misled to hell praise god because prosperity gospel is not a gospel of god it is the other gospel it is a gospel of the devil if i can be if i can be clear with you it is the gospel of the devil many of these mega churches that you know that I know, especially here in Africa, that is their message. That is their message. Such message, it is dangerous for any believer to believe in. So the question remains, who has cast an evil spell on you? Who has cast an evil spell on you? Because the word of God has the true, the true, the true gospel of Jesus Christ. But you choose to ignore the word. You choose to believe what a man says. Man in a shiny suit, man who has a private jet, man who has Mercedes Benz, Lamborghinis, and all this, man who lives the lives of a rock star. You choose to believe such a man, man who tells you that God will bless you when you give this, but you are still broke today, you are still unemployed today, you are still childless today, you still have nothing today, but he seems to be the one who is prospering. That gospel that he preaches is prospering him because it is not of God. Hmm. Now the time has come when believers will no longer stand the wholesome teaching. That is why they flock into these churches. Have you seen these mega churches on TV? Have you seen these mega churches wherever you are? Have you seen how many people are sitting there? daydreaming about having all these nice things that the pastor is talking about. Well, the pastor will always be the one who has these nice things because there is no God there. It's a scam. You are being scammed. <coughs> Lord, let us go to uh, Second Corinthians. I am I'm rushing because time to Jesus. Let us go to the book of, okay, let us go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. Um, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, chapter 11, verse 13, verse 13, verse 13, to 15. That is what we are going to be doing. I just want to tell you this. No giving is not a basis for, it's not a, it's not a basis for for blessings. Giving is not a basis of, I don't care who says what. No, God has principles. God is a God 
of principle. And number one principle of God is that you must seek him and his righteousness. Seek him and his righteousness. Praise God. So God will bless you first. In order for you to be a giver, God must bless you. So in order for God to bless you, you must seek him in his kingdom. That is what the word of God says. And I want to highlight another thing. You know, blessings of God are not um, only reserved for believers. In fact, most millionaires and billionaires are not even believers. You know, some of them, they call themselves atheists. Some, they don't believe in God at all. But they are still, they're still prospering because they have good hearts. When I say, you know, you can have a good heart and, and, and not be a believer. Because God says that in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 10, that he is the spirit that searches our hearts. Praise God. And he blesses us according to our conduct. So it is the, it is the heart that matters to God. So when you want God to bless you and you have a good heart, a heart of giving, a heart of looking after others, then God will bless you. Whether you believe in him or whether you don't believe in him, that is why you see men who have worked. I'm not talking about people who have chosen an easy way to success. I'm not talking about people who rob banks. I'm not talking about people who go to see Sangomas so that they can have money quickly. I'm talking about people who have worked so hard, whether they believe or not, whether they believe in God or not, but they still, God has still, uh, uh, but God has still allowed them to prosper because they have their heart to help. And if you see, uh, if you look, uh, uh, if you take a good look at these men and women who are are not even Christians, but who are blessed by who are blessed by God, who, who have money. You, if you look at them, these people are givers. They give a lot. More than Christians, they give a lot. Praise God. So it's that. Let us not even go there to the argument. But I am talking right now. This is the spiritual matters. You know the lies that you hear these men tell you, and you believe those lies. Praise God. You better believe the word of God. You better go to a church that has 10 people. But that will lead you to Christ. That will lead you to heaven. Praise God. Instead of sitting there in a church that has 20,000 people who are going, all of them are going to hell because they are so hungry. They are so lusting after the things of this world that they have not, that they have forgotten God. Praise God. So the Bible says in the book of uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13, 14 says these people are false apostles they are deceitful workers who disguise themselves as apostles of christ verse 14 says but i am not surprised even satan disguises himself as an angel of the light so verse 15 says so it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of god as servants of righteousness in the end they will get the punishment they are wicked deeds Deserve. So we have these people who disguise themselves as apostles, as prophets, as evangelists, as pastors, as teachers. They, they disguise themselves as a fivefold ministry. But the Bible says that by their fruits, you will see them. You know, you are the fruit. You are the fruit of the man that you listen to, that preaches the word of God unto you. Because you begin to behave like him and you believe whatever he teaches. If that man teaches you prosperity gospel to last over things of this world, then you will begin to behave like him. And you are the fruit that the Bible is talking about. 
we will see them by their fruits and you as that congregation you are that fruit and when we look at you we will see him we will see his fruit because you are the fruit you are the product you are his zombies because you don't believe what the word of god says you don't believe that the god is a god of principles you believe what this man is selling you what this clown is selling you you believe that by feeding him by making him rich that you are going to inherit the kingdom of god you will not brother he is misleading you she is misleading you you will not inherit the kingdom of god that is why you say that you are a follower of so and so that is why you curse people on social media when they talk bad about your pastor you curse them you say a lot of things you become emotional because you don't fight for jesus but you fight for a man a sinner a man who is misleading you who is taking you to hell the bible clearly says here you know that Paul says, I am not even I am not even surprised. He says in the book of, of Corinthians, he says, I am not even surprised because even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Even Satan disguises himself and as, as, as an angel of light. And if you cannot discern, then you will be misled. If you don't have the spirit to discern, then you will be misled. The Bible says in verse 14, in verse 15 says, he says that so it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. It is no wonder that even his servants disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. As servants of righteousness. Listen, listen to, to, to John 1. First John. Listen to First John. First John 4. First John chapter 4. 1 to 3. 1 verse 1 to 3 it reads like this dear friends do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the spirit you must test them to see if the spirit that have come to see if the spirit have come from God for there are many false prophets in the world this is in the word of God it is written there test the spirits because many will come unto this world saying that they are from God. But by their fruits, as Jesus said, you will see that they are not from God. You will see that they are from God. Because God is holy. God is holy. And any man who claims to be, claim to come from God, he will teach you a gospel that will lead you to Christ. He will teach you a gospel of holiness, a gospel of repentance. A gospel of all those things, not a prosperity gospel, not a gospel of things, not a gospel of accumulating things, of acquiring businesses and all that nonsense. The, a gospel, a, a true Christian, a child of God will not be chasing after money, will not be chasing after things of this world, will not be chasing after miracles, signs and wonders. I want us to finish this because I want us to go to that verse. So, so, John says, Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the Spirit they have, they have come from God. 
So it says that for there are many false prophets in the world. Verse 2 says, This is how we know if they have the Spirit of God. If a person claiming to be a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in a real body, that person has the Spirit of God. You must read, in other words, read between the lines. Pray for the Spirit to descend. Study the Word of God. Because when you study the Word of God, the Word of God will reveal the truth of God so that you will be able to know if a man is from God or, 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 or if he is not from God. So verse 3 said, But if someone claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge truth about Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have is coming to the way to the world and indeed is already here. Mm. You have heard, you heard the word of God. I want us to, 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 to look at this. You know when the Bible says that, you know, um, uh, uh, I want us to go to Mark, uh, Mark 16. I want us to go to the, to the gospel of Mark chapter, chapter 16, um, uh, verse 17. I want us to read there because it, it bothers me, the fact that uh, people are chasing believers, you know believers, believers, people are, who have Bibles in their hands, people who are supposed to be smart, people who are supposed to be educated about God, but they still act like people are still babies, people are still chasing after miracles. When you hear that there is a certain pastor who performs miracles, he does this, he does that, he does, and you go there, and then next week you hear there's another apostle, there's another prophet somewhere, and you go there, you go there become a spiritual prostitute because you are chasing after things of this world. You are chasing after miracles. That means you don't know who you are in Christ. That means you have the lack of knowledge is, is very deeper in you. Praise God. That means you are lost even though you claim to be a born again Christian but you are still lost because the Bible in Mark um, chapter 16 verse 17 says these miracles these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name and they will speak in new languages. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. So in other words, if you are a believer and a believer in Christ, miracles will accompany you. You will not chase miracles but signs and wonders and miracles will chase you because you believe in Christ. Hallelujah. I hope now you get it that we as believers in Christ don't chase miracles. We don't chase signs and wonders. Signs and wonders and miracles chase us. Glory to Master Jesus. Glory to Master Jesus. Glory to Master Jesus. I want us to go to, I want us to be an example, basically. No. So the last verse is the most important one. We are going to the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 17. This is how every believer is supposed to be. Acts 17 is talking about the Bereans. 
So, Acts 17, chapter 11. So, the Bible says in Acts chapter 17, verse 11, it says, And the people of Berea were more open-minded, were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. Remember, by this time, Paul and Silas were coming from Thessalonica, where they were teaching and preaching the word of God. But people in Thessalonica, they were not welcoming. You know, there were uh, Jews who, you know, who made sure that, you know, Paul um, were abused in that, in, in, in that town, that Paul were, were not comfortable in that town, in that city. Thessalonica. So Paul had to go, and Silas had to go because they were not um, uh, welcome there. Praise God. But the Bible says when they came to Berea, praise God. And the Bible says that and the people of Berea were more open-minded. In other words, they were eager to listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. And, 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 and the Bible says and they listened eagerly to Paul's message. Hallelujah. They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. They were searching the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. And that is what we lack in the body of Christ today, just before we close. This is where we lack. We, we, we ought to be like the believers in Berea. The Bible says that they were eager to listen to Paul, praise God. They were eager to listen to Paul preach the word of God. But something that I loved about them is that even after listening to Paul, we are talking about an Apostle Paul, praise God, and Apostle Paul and Silas who were preaching and teaching the word, and, and the Bible says that, no, 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 no. They were eager to listen. They were eager to listen. Now, Paul came to them, I'm sure introduced himself as an apostle of God. And they were eager. They say, okay, apostle, preach. We are going to listen. But after Paul preached, praise God, the Bible says, they searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. That is what we lack today. Today, we take a word of a man over the word of God and we believe what a man says more than what the word of God says. Praise God. So we need to be like the Bereans. We need, we need brethren. We need brethren who are like the Bereans today in the body of Christ. Because a lot of people wouldn't be misled if, 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 if after listening to a sermon, they would go back to that word and they will examine the word and they will make sure that they double check if that word is true. And if you find that you know, what the man of God was teaching is contrary to this word of God, then that is telling you something. Then that is, will teach you something. That will tell you something, praise God, about that man, right? Or about that woman. Then you will have to go and find yourself a church that is that is is, is Christ-centered, that teaches the gospel of Christ, that leads you to Christ, not this nonsense that we, we listen to these days from these false men of God. So, all I'm saying is that 
let us delight the Bereans today. Praise God. So that we will not be walking around like zombies, believing whatever nonsense or that we are taught, taking it to heart, acting as if it comes from God, when it comes from men. We need to wake up and smell the coffee before uh, we, are, we, we are led straight to hell. Oh my God. We will continue with this message tomorrow. For now, let me take this time to say thank you for listening. Father, we thank you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your word. Father, I pray that you will open the minds, you will open the hearts and the souls of your children, O God, so that your people will discern if a man comes from you or a man is of the devil, O God. Father, I pray, O God, that you, you will fill your people with the spirit to want to know the truth of God, with the spirit to want to read and study the word of God and meditate upon the word of God for themselves. God, we pray, O God, that our eyes will be open, that we will see the truth from the distance. Hallelujah. Father, we glorify you and honor you in the name of Jesus. Well, let me take this time to say goodbye. I am Latter-day Preacher. And this is your favorite podcast, Give Utterance to the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word.